Hello, my name's Travis Ray, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Cards Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. He made it through 2020, and here he is to take 2021 by storm. He dreamed the impossible dream. The whole world is his oyster. It's his kind of town. He's on top of the world. It's Norin Rad, baby. That's great. That is truly epic. That is epic. For 2021, that's actually part of like a little bit of inspiration for me. I'm ready for this. It's, it's, Hell yeah. it's pretty good going. Have I ever told you that's my great. Tommy, Tommy Cooper joke? Um, I've told no. you many good jokes on this podcast. Man, great, great jokes. The best. Thank you very much. The check is in the mail. Man breaks down by the side of the road, stops a passing motorist and says, can you give me a lift? The motorist looks at him and says, sure, you look great. The world's your oyster. Go for it. <laughs> it's well, so great. 50% it's so, of the audience I, I, is laughing. I, they're <laughs> laughing very, very hard. We should yeah. give them a moment so they can hear what we're going to say next. Mm. I'm just going to have a sip of wine and, and, then, we'll, and then we'll carry on. Uh, <laughs> yes, folks, it's that kind of show. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost done. <laughs> We're almost done already. We're almost done. Yes, let's see if your country can survive the recording of this podcast. I'm going anyway. to have to be under some rubble speaking to you. Be like, all right, let's talk about cards, man. I need something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just get ready to go down to the shelter. Anyway, uh, hello, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us. This is episode two of 2021. Yes. So, so exciting. It's so, so exciting. exciting. And so everyone has heard uh, Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill, as Uncle we call him. Bill. He was Bill. so nice, by the yes. way. I know Have I say it. that about everyone, but he was very fun. He was a gem, very down to earth. He was deeply lovely. I could, I could quite yeah. happily get stoned and have a very long conversation with him. He's a cuddle bug. You know what I mean? Like, there's some people you meet and you're like, I can cuddle with that person, guy or girl. It doesn't matter. Just like that's the person I can cuddle. That's how I think of Bill. Yeah, cuddle bug. You'd cuddle Bill, but you'd spoon Bianchi. <laughs> Ian, don't tell everybody my secrets. <laughs> I have a flight to Italy once this is over. So, yeah, once him and Gloria know the deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I guess we better introduce our guest, hadn't we? Yes, please do. Lovely. Um, so, uh, what time is it, folks? Yes, it is upper deck time. <laughs> it's been a few months. But it is the return of our regular sacrificial lamb from the upper deck offices coming to talk to us, Slot. Um, and this week, we're joined by the most amazing beard. And and if he'll allow us, we will put a photo of it on the tasting notes. Um, Travis Ray is with us from upper deck. Good evening, Travis. How are you? Um, great. Thanks. Nice to meet you guys. Hey, absolutely <laughs> mighty fine you've, i just noticed while we were doing the intro that you're, you're full-on branded you've got your upper deck cap on yeah it's contractual i have to do that uh just in <laughs> case you know there's some product placement that happens hang on a minute just keep that still i'm gonna take a snapshot of that just hang on a minute take a snapshot. there we go 
Here we go. Wonderful. That is so going on the tasting notes. That's wonderful. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> so Travis, I'm a company wearing, man. What can I say? You are a company man. You are a company man. You're wearing um, a Spider-Man issue one Todd McFarlane t-shirt. Yep. 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 This is good. This is mighty fine. So Travis, who are you? What do you do at Upper Deck? Um. Uh, kind of a mystery you know like nobody really knows who i am i I'm, i stay in the shadows most of the time you know it's i i've always felt like it's good to just stay out of the spotlight and if nobody knows what you're doing you're probably doing a good job so um mostly i'm the brand manager for entertainment products at upper deck so i, I lead the business team on the on the entertainment products uh, and that includes trading cards games gallery prints whatever um, wow yeah so it's you've already spoken with some people that I work with so, um, who, who really do all the work and I just take credit for it. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the guy in the back usually. Um, most of what I do is not the, the day-to-day in the mud type stuff. Like I, I, don't, uh, I don't build the products conceptually. I don't um, usually run the day-to-day problems, which you, know, you would think that I would run problems, but I don't. Um, <clears throat> mainly I'm, I'm, I'm troubleshooting putting out uh, putting out the big fires and also i'm our primary contact with all of our licensors so oh. Oh. which is probably i would say the most interesting thing that i do so you know <laughs> where all the bodies are buried yeah yeah and uh, i know where my hole was dug for when, when it's my turn Ooh. that's the key to being a good brand manager Ooh. you know where it is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow it, it, it kind of reminds me whenever whenever because we had Jen on, and I know she does a yes. very similar oh, thing in terms of the licensing. Um, I always um, – hello, Jen, by the way. I'm, Jen! I'm hoping hello, you're listening. Jen. Jen was delightful to talk to. She Can we have great. Jen she back? Not that, you, not that you're you're no good, Travis, but but Jen, you're welcome eh. back anytime. He's already trying to replace <laughs> you, Travis. This is the – you know – yeah, Gosh, I just man. started. And I'm not, yeah, I can give her a call. We can just like link her in if you want. You know what? One of these days we will do like an like almost like one of those celebrity square panel show things. <laughs> our YouTube yeah, that would actually be fun. People from other day. Little Brady Bunch <gasps> opener with everybody looking at we each other. <laughs> we should do a panel quiz episode with That'd different awesome. people from Upper Deck. That sounds genius. Yeah. I'm I'm digging that idea. Right, quick, write that down. So excited! Right. <laughs> I am I genuinely. I've just got an image. You know, when they when they sit there in those little coloured boxes and they they push the button and it the light comes on and it the camera zooms to that person. Anyway, uh, anyway, I'm I'm I'm, I'm So 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 when apart from turning up one day and never leaving. And and eventually they started paying you for being there. Yeah. How long did you? When did you start Upper Deck? What's your What's your background? Where did you come from? Uh, probably the most unlikely path you'll you'll come across here. Um, I went to school for music education, and so my my first uh, real job was assistant assistant band director at a high school. Um, wow. Yeah, very unlikely start uh, to being at Upper Deck. Um, and really, that was not the direct path, uh, obviously. But um, the com- my family business, the the business that my my mom's been in forever, and that I kind of grew up in, was uh, was printing, commercial printing. So oh, uh, I was very knowledgeable on on all of that. In fact, when I was a kid, really nights were like, now do your homework. All right, now do this collating for us. <laughs> you know that that was my typical upbringing. So I, I was very in tune with all the ins and outs of printing and so a friend of mine was working at upper deck and and she had worked with, with me in the past in printing and she she said hey they've got a an, a, an opportunity over here on the quality control team 
So I'm like, well, that sounds interesting. And I was music education was was great, but uh, it's one of those things where I think some for some people, if you love a thing, and then you start to teach that thing to people that don't love that thing, it, it kind of gets uh, a little less fun. Kills your soul is a the scientific bit, yeah, term. A little yeah. bit. <laughs> so, so I was looking for a change. So I, I went up, went to Upper Deck. That was in. 2008 so i've been there a while um and from there it it was it was a very interesting path because um the economy struggled shortly thereafter 2008 2009 Mm -hmm. uh with the real estate bubble um and you know our type of product is typically tied to expendable income so the company struggled a bit to uh to make it through those waves that that came from that fallout and um and and due to that, we, we shortened the staff quite a bit, and there were some other opportunities that ended up popping up for people like me. So um, s- suddenly we were looking for somebody to write some copy for entertainment trading cards, namely Marvel. And I've always loved Marvel, collected comic books as a kid, and and was in tune with whatever was going on. Like, it was, it was my passion still. So... I shortly thereafter found myself writing all the copy for all of the trading cards um, <laughs> in the evenings oh. on my own time. Wonderful. <laughs> like, wow. It's just I, I loved doing it, and, and it was something the company needed. So um, that was my unlikely intro into the entertainment team. So I, you've already talked to Bubby Johansson. Yes. I think yes. he took note of uh, what was going on with the trading cards on the, on the copywriting, and he's like, hey, you should probably be working on this team. <laughs> Um, so he, he made an offer to me to, to jump over to that side and I've never looked back when I went over to the entertainment team, I started in the, um, the product development area. So I was, I was working as a coordinator, which is really the unsung heroes of, of the company. Like I got to give a shout out to coordinators at upper deck because they work very hard. Um, they're the ones that are really the brick and mortar of the products. You know, they're writing all the checklists. So what characters are going to be in a set and, and yeah, they're really taking that vision that the product managers put forth and just running with it and making it reality. So um, those guys do a lot of work and, and they, it's, it's a great way to understand all the ins and outs of upper deck and how, how the company works uh, because you, you really have to interact with each and every department to make those products sing. So <clears throat> while I was on the product team, um, I started to gravitate towards brand and, um, and then made the the move to brand, and uh, I've been on the brand team I think uh, past six seven years. Wow. So, okay. So you've seen so a fair number of sets and changes over those years. Oh yes, and you know yeah. I've seen the entertainment side of our business grow exponentially. Like we've, I mean, Jason and Bubby really did a great job to to dive in and kind of reinvent what we were doing because entertainment was was huge when I started at Upper Deck, but it was it was in a different realm. You know, it was with properties that we don't uh, work on anymore, um, and Marvel was there, um, but was not realized to the extent that we have at this point. Like I mean, they're firing on all cylinders and we're just trying to keep up <laughs> honestly um, and it's it's been great to watch and be a part of and and I love my role at the company um, in its current state where I, I can actually interact with those licensors um, Marvel's incredible to work with um, they are challenging because they're one of the biggest brands on earth but uh, but they're 
there's never a dull moment. You know, they they just they they keep the content coming, and they're great to work with. And I really enjoy that part of my job for sure. That's awesome. Exciting. That's fantastic. So wow. what? That's I, so cool. I, I'm going to be save me going through and trying to guess because I will do now. What particular <laughs> sets do you remember doing the card backs for? What's your greatest hit? Oh, um, <clears throat> so that was that was right around when we were trying to reinvent the entertainment side of what we were doing and, and really dive into the MCU side of what we were doing, but also service the, the publishing side. So I wrote, I think I wrote everything for Captain America, the first movie, um, and Thor, and also, um, oh, uh, Marvel Beginnings. Uh, oh. Bubby did a three-part series of, of Marvel Beginnings, so I wrote the copy for that. Now, that was uh, a lot that's of a fun. lot of copy. <laughs> oh, so much copy. That's a lot of it does it does actually make the Bible. It's a, a, it's another yeah, huge piece. You know, I will credit that series, the all three parts, for really kind of reinvigorating my my knowledge base of Marvel. You know, it's I, I you know I had a lot there, but to to really to really go into depth on on what all of those intros were and and the storylines were like I had to do a lot of research just to keep up with that so it was it, it really helped me a lot the base is like what over 300 and something cards Ian? It's I think so yeah. set, so it's 540 total I think if my sums are correct is that right? yeah, yeah 540 yeah right and that I was crazy the- I think the last one I wrote for um, was the Avengers, the Avengers set we did. I believe that was it, the final one. Or I wrote all the copy. Right. Okay. Yeah, I've got that one as well. Right. I'll go and I'll go and read. Um, I'll go and have a read of those at the weekend. If I spot anything, oh, really I'll fire cool. it over. Like, Boy, <laughs> got this one wrong. Card three hundred sixty-seven. <laughs> yeah. That's well, why you don't tell people yeah. you do copy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, copy copywriting are the, the unsung heroes you oh, know, for coming sure. from a marketing background. I mean, well, I'm sure you've, you've had it. <laughs> I totally agree now. I'm being on the other side of it, too. Mm. And if I did mm. get any of that wrong anyway, they, they got that hole dug for me, so I know where to yeah. go. It's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Take That's fine. I can see my own way out. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know you've made it when there's a hole dug for you. <laughs> <laughs> I did it, Ma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Normally, they just drive you out into the woods and give you a shovel, and you have to dig it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Just so rude, by the way. Right. Isn't isn't that what they're doing? I've watched too much Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Too much Goodfellas. Exactly. (laughs) But no, I made it. I'm a somebody. I got a hole with my name on it. It's great. Good. Good. That's great. I don't have a hole yet. I'm hoping for it. Fingers crossed. Yeah, but I'll put in a good word for you. Have to be a pretty big hole. That's a pretty. Yeah, that's a pretty tall hole. That's a big one for me. Yeah, <laughs> going to be a lot of space, <laughs> and they'll be burying that surfer collection with you. Well, I told you already what I'm doing. I'm lighting that sucker on fire. I'm not going to let my enemies get that. That's mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm only half kidding. You're only half kidding. <laughs> half kidding. Right. So, um, so Travis. So you're you're kind of the upper deck representative of note this week. Um, and you've come to us because we're going to talk about 2021 and what exciting sets we have in store for us. Now, 
I know we briefly touched on this before we recorded. Um, there will be stuff that you probably can't talk about. So I'm saying that for the benefit of our listeners because <laughs> they are rabid. I don't know if you ever venture into the social media um, <laughs> sphere. I do. Uh, on the Facebook or the Twitter or anywhere like that. Uh, but they're a keen lot. Uh, but that's good because I guess it keeps you in uh, employment <laughs> and oh, upper deck true running. True story. So, so yeah. <laughs> so, so we're, we're we're in January now, and I'm I'm going to kick us off by saying I'm guessing there's a few things that have been announced that maybe should have come out tail end of last year. And the first one I can think of is Marvel Ages. Mm-hmm. So, what so, can you tell us that we don't already know, or or what can you tell us about Marvel Ages just generally? To get people well, it's so funny, like when, when I was first approached internally about the opportunity to come talk to you guys, my, my first reaction, and in, in, uh, no offense, was, why? That sounds like a terrible idea. Not because I don't want to talk to you, but because most of what I do at, at Upper Deck is uh, really sh- shrouded in secrecy. I mean, honestly, like like I, I, I deal with a lot of the business end of bringing in licenses and, and negotiating the licenses and talking about the future business with those licenses, none of which I can talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the calendar. Um, you know, the brand manager set the calendar uh, and oh, wow. and try to maintain the calendar um, <laughs> and also kind of set the the timing for when the calendars uh, revealed. Um, mm-hmm. So much of that I can't reveal. But you started with ages, which is pretty smart because that one's uh, completely re- revealed at this point. <laughs> Nicely done. Ian's on this yeah. game. He's ready. <laughs> I, I ages have mine. <laughs> ages is awesome. Like, I'm really excited about ages. Um the team is really excited about ages it's as it suggests it's um you know it's representative of of all the all of the different ages throughout uh, marvel comics history um wow. it, it it gives you that look and feel of something old because the the base sets all on on clay coat you know that that really old looking oh, style heritage. of paper stock yeah, yeah so excited yeah and then and then the team made the the decision to kind of spotlight certain genres that were popular or, or that people can really resonate with, and, and so there's like there's an insert that's called Totally Toys, which which shows um, <laughs> imposed characters as if they're in a blister pack, which which I love, it, it, and it, it really turned out great. Um, and there's there's something that shines a spotlight on the Saturday morning cartoons, like it's it's. It's really comprehensive too. So we, we go through copper, bronze, silver, golden age. I mean, we we really cover it all. There's there's comic clippings in there and coin cards and plexi cards and uh, there's nice. just the gamut. Uh, like Upper Deck likes to do, you know, there's a just a plethora of inserts in this type of product. Um, wow. It's it's really going to be a great way to kick off the year with a, a really robust publishing set for us. Um, and that's that's kind of an important. Um, important thing to mention at this point is publishing is obviously the big fan the biggest of, of your fans i think are, are the publishing fans right yeah yeah we've More got so a very, than the mcu we've got, yeah we've got a very we've got a very strong yes. and loyal contingent of mcu people um in the groups and some of them have been on the podcast as well but i would say that 80 uh, percent are probably focused on the publishing yeah side, just coming it, right? like comic art yeah. yeah coming from the 90s and stuff like that it's very much publishing but we're definitely doing mcu quite a bit now too which is just awesome actually to have both camps in our group yeah. but yeah we're there well and i love working on both as well but i will say um one of the big challenges that um 
that COVID has has shown for us is the delay in content. Um, you know, Marvel's pushed back a lot of the live action release dates with good reason. Um, and if they push back, we have to push back. Yeah. And so what you're going to find, I think, is there are the front end of our schedule is, is going to have a few heavy hitters on the publishing side because that's something that we could actually move forward with and 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 they were things that were in the hopper anyway some things that as you pointed out were delayed from last year um again you know COVID issues i mean one of the yeah. biggest challenges for us are, are, is really just keeping the tap open right you know the 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 demand is there it's it's really just making sure the supply is there and mm-hmm. and obviously manufacturing can be a, a challenge when when companies are shutting down or or employees are are getting sick you know there's just uh, all kinds of challenges abound so ages is is something that we had been working on and and we're planning on releasing late last year but uh, we moved it into early this year and I, I really think it's a great way to kick it off um I think February third is is our release date for ages, so it's coming right up. Okay, wow. and I know. It's I mean, a I big love that. It's a yeah. huge set. I mean, I think Ian and I we did like a little mini episode where we're yeah, looking we at it, right? Yeah. We did. Um, man, those look like ten. Um, those puzzle lenticulars. Yeah. Are I can't wait. That looks crazy interesting. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> they're awesome. They they turned out really good. They they look great. I think you're yes. pulling in so many fun things from uh, 80th, like it's like especially the retro stock too. I mean, Ian and I were like flipping out about 80th because we're like, oh man, archive cuts are coming back. It just seems so exciting. You know, we had an internal debate about that. Like 80th, 80th was something that Marvel came to me about and said, hey, this is a priority for us. Let's let's do something together. Um, and we were all about it. Like uh, it's right in our wheelhouse, and and so we were happy to jump on that. But we loved it so much that we really felt like it was unfinished and 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 we could do more and of course with with branding like 80th obviously it's time sensitive so we had to put that one to bed but ages yeah. really picks up where that left off and, and is is even more robust and and i think it scratches that same itch like people are going to enjoy seeing that nostalgic look as well as um looking at the modern stuff you know we, we cover it all that's awesome cool. and, and ages is going to be physical and digital Correct. Yeah, it'll be awesome. available. Well, when you say digital, it, it's digital as in we as can in purchase on EPAC, right? <laughs> right. Distribution digital. Cards are not digital. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. That's always a point of contention, you know, to make sure that we we point out that everything's physical on EPAC as well. One hundred percent. Yeah, we usually do it on our well social there, medias. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it's it's a hard, it's a learning curve there. You know, to, yeah. to educate the consumer to understand just because it's online doesn't mean it's just like all the other digital apps out there. You know, it's there's a physical component to this, and it's well, it's, it's a the, different animal. It's the biggest you know? thing. It's it's one of our most listened to episodes and youtube videos actually is the is the guide that we did into epacs because yeah. people come into it and we we just point them there because partly because and i've even got a block of text on my phone now that explains what epacs is and then has the links in because so <laughs> many people were asking it it was just like it was just getting crazy and i was just like oh, copy and paste here you go um well, I, I just well, it's nice to hear there's so much interest yeah oh, I just told um, I just had a post on Sketchcard Hive about anime, and the you know one of the oh, first yeah. comments on it was like, "Oh, is this a digital only, or is this going to be physical?" So I had to like PM the guy <laughs> and tell him <laughs> what was going on so he would know. Mm. But um, yeah, so no, it's it's definitely alive and well. But I'm glad that everyone's 
feels comfortable enough to ask and kind of figure that out because you practice yes, it to your source. Yeah. Thank well, I think, I think people come into it. You know, if I mention that, uh, if I mention tops, there'll be a thunderbolt that comes down. But um, the um, we we love tops, then we love uh, no, no. Uh, listen, I, 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 I love their their, their Star Wars products as, as as much as the next guy. We won't get into that because no one will be here for half an hour, and this is the Marvel Car Collectors podcast. <laughs> but um, the um, people come into often come into us having experience of that, so I think that's why that's that expectation that it's you know because it's online, it has to be digital. Then you explain right. well, actually, effectively speaking, you're just buying from a shop where you can also trade the cards. You know, it's kind it's kind of a different thing. So, right. you know, hats off for, for you guys for for getting that one off 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 the ground all those years ago. Um, so oh, Marvel Agents, well, <clears throat> yes, yes, exactly. Well, we've already blown smoke up his ass, so we'll we'll, we'll do you you this episode. Um, yeah, I've never heard. Seen. Keep keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, ages. One of the things that I like about ages is those ones with a little bit of gold and a little bit of silver in. Yeah, they're going to be really super limited. Now, this is an interesting question. I'm I'm always curious to know this. Do you? Because obviously you don't make the cards where, you know, I mean, obviously you're not in your office now because everyone's working from home. But on your sort of normal day in the life of Travis, you know, you, you drive into the office. I'm guessing everyone in America drives. So you drive into the office, you're there, you do your work, you go home. But you don't make the cards at that site. You know, they're made somewhere else. You know, you've probably got a, a couple of manufacturers to do them for you. So how... Do you see samples of any of that product, like so those new gimmick things? Do, are there mock-ups done, like the gold gold ones that you actually see and get to look at and sign off on before they they go into full production? I'm I'm just curious to know how that works, and you might not be the right person to ask, but I'm just curious. So, um, yes and no. There are cases where we do and there are certain certain items that we do and, and certain things that we don't. Something like those cards with the metal pieces we we likely would not see we didn't see this time around mm-hmm. um, just because it's a technology that is tried and true with upper deck you know it's it's essentially a, a memorabilia card on steroids right you know it's got an item that's dropped into it um, like like when we're manufacturing something like that we're looking more towards is there anything about this card that is going to be problematic with the manufacturing process um my my end of it was hey let's buy the gold before gold price goes up again um, <laughs> but but uh for this particular card it was let's just make sure that uh, these cards are manufactured in a way to where this heavy piece of something doesn't fall out when that collector has it mm-hmm. um but other than that the technology itself was not something that's um out of the ordinary for us or something totally new and different if it is something that's out of the ordinary and we haven't done it before and it's experimental and we want to take a look then uh, i will most likely review those samples so the the product team will will figure out what they want and they'll work with the purchasing team to find a vendor and and see who can do it and do it best Mm -hmm. and then we'll we'll commission some samples then those will come in and and brand team uh, uh, either me or or jennifer whomever will will review it also our quality control team and our director of creative will will review it Um, so we definitely take a look at stuff that's completely out of the ordinary 
Um, and that's one of the things Upper Deck prides ourselves on is is, is the innovation, right? So we're, we're continuously coming up with with interesting new ideas and pushing the boundary of what we can actually put into a, a pack. So it, it does happen, but not not for that per se. That that card sure. didn't come through. Good. That's Sorry. why I'm excited about Aegis, having all that uh, innovation in there, because there are so many sets that are coming out now, and you've done some really cool things with MCU too, like Endgame, like the achievements and so forth. I mean, yeah. there's been a lot of fun stuff. I mean, Ian and I just recently saw physically the Avengers Endgame cards, remember, with the transparency around it, Ian? We were just mm. talking about yeah. that. Yeah, which was One really hand. Cool. Yeah, one in hand. Yeah, because we hadn't been able to see it digitally because you weren't able to see the the transparency as well. Right. Really fascinating stuff. I had never seen that before in terms of having that kind of physicality to it and that kind of texture. Where it was the the plexi background and the foil board printed die cut and placed yeah that those cards are beautiful i, I really love They're them really you nice. really got to give credit to um our director of product development grant sandground for that i don't know if you've spoken with him yet um but put him on your list if you haven't he's on the um, list he's on the he's, list he's kind of our our mad scientist of product development and and he he rightly so recognized that uh both him and jason recognized that this this is a tentpole property you know it's it's going to be massive um it might take us a little longer to do this right but we're going to do it right and we we ended up launching that product i don't know i want to say eight months after the movie release which is unusual for us at least at that time it was um and he just really wanted to make a very beautiful premium set and i think they really pulled it off it's very nice. Like I didn't even realize how nice it was until I saw it in hand because you, you just, you know what I mean? You just don't get that effect sometimes and I can't crack yeah. as much product, but really lovely stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and it's nice to hear you say that because, you know, from my position at the company, um, like I, I have to weigh whether, um, whether the cost is worth it a lot of the time, you know, um, whether, whether, whether we're going to maintain the numbers that we intended to have, um, and and in this case it was a redesign. Like it, the, there was a product design for Avengers, and then it we took another look at it and said, no, let's let's come at it with a different direction and have it be a little more premium, and and so then then it came to me as all right well it's going to cost this much more to make this <laughs> but we're confident that it's it's such a value add that it's going to generate this much more revenue unfortunately or fortunately depending on your outlook that's that's kind of where my world is most of the time is mm. i'm i'm forecasting revenue for the company and for the licensors and and i have to make sure the products get out the door and and actualize that revenue sure. that's that's pretty pretty much my critical role at upper deck okay, i just that- think it you know I think it did something really interesting and different for like movie and television sets. Like I'm just getting used to those sets now with Ian because we've been doing a lot of research, Ian and I, and dabbling. You know what I mean? I've been dabbling Star Wars, been dabbling more different Marvel sets that I haven't before because I'm just a Marvel kid by heart. So I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, you know, I just, I, I have always been very attached to that, to that, to that brand. But to see a premium product that's associated with a movie or a film is unusual. It's new. You know what I mean? You don't really, the base cards are kind of like second thought because then you're going for autos and all those kind of pools. But I really loved how the time was taken for the base. I thought they were really, really cool looking cards. Well, exactly. I, I, it's awesome to hear you say that. And, and, you know, we've all seen the breaks where people are just, Ditching the base cards, right? For base, the base, 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 yeah. base. Oh, here's a card I like, but you don't see that with Avengers. <laughs> like those, well, you, those cards are striking, and people really want to hang on to them. That's, the thing is, with me, I, I broke a box of anime, <laughs> and I'd spent 
I, I did it. I, you know, I'm not a fast breaker because I actually do like to take time to look at the cards. And anime was just beautiful. I mean, the base cards in that are just stunning. You know, they're, they're, they're like, yes. you know, most cards chase sets don't get to that quality. You know, they were, yeah. just, like, yeah. they were just like chef kisses too. So, um, so yeah, yeah, so hats off. Yeah, Peach did a great job one. on that. Um, killed it. Peach yeah. did, but yeah, but just the production of the, the design wise, you know, just the yeah. way that her artwork is, is carried from her to us as the collector, that, that, that middle part that, you know, you, you work on, um, and your colleagues is, was, 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 flawless on that one um less so the gold border on the flare epac achievements but we'll, we'll not talk about that no. this episode um, <laughs> when you're doing your spreadsheets don't skimp on the foiling that's what i'm gonna Got say it. you know what that's that that's something jason says all the time so yeah. you're right in line with it <laughs> if, if we're well, promised a gold border and we get it and it's printed it. and it's not gold it's not shiny right. <laughs> you know his other pet peeve is uh and uh, maybe i'm revealing too much sorry jason oh, go on um, but uh, he, whenever we have cards that are printed on foil board, he's he, he's always telling us, "Hey, stop covering up all the foil with so much four color ink. You know, you're kind of wasting the cost of the foil board." And I totally agree with him. Yeah, more yeah. more rainbow foils. Can I just say the, the sets yeah, that I've seen beautiful. with rainbow foil are just amazing. I mean, Norin and I yeah, both I'm lucky enough to have a that. Yeah. a single, at least one rainbow foil from Flew Ultra Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and they're beautiful. They're beautiful. They're nice, uh, man. And that and the webbing and the um like Fleer Ultra, Spider Man and X Men, such a great job with like the foiling on the web and the X's with the inserts. I really awesome. I don't know. That that was really cool to see because I love the design of that. That was really fun. That yeah, really, I did too. Really yeah. I'm I'm a big fan yeah. of both those sets. Yeah, Flare Ultra. I don't know, man. That's I've never I I knew it as a kid, but it wasn't until Flare Ultra Spider-Man I was like, oh man, I've been missing. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's awesome? Um, We just have such a wealth of of historical knowledge at our company, and it's I I tap it as much as I can because it's just it's Mm -hmm. such a benefit to to my job to be able to sit down with Jason and say, all right, well, what did what excited you back in the '90s? Like, what what do you want to see? But also our EVP of sales, Mike Phillips. you know, he used to work for Fleer. You know, he he was a product guy back in the day, and he's yeah, been with us for over 20 years now. But I mean, he's wow. just a wealth of knowledge. Like I I every year when I'm setting the calendar, like I'm always tapping Mike and saying, "All right, so I want to fill this hole that that had this in it last year. What 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 could we do that's similar?" And and you know, for things like Flair that came right from Mike Phillips. Wow, um, good interesting, man. interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you really what. Fun. We've been gradually tracking down and talking to some of the unsung heroes of, of yes. when it all started in the 90s, one of which we can't talk about yet, but it's going to be the week after this one. We'll tell you once we yeah. finish recording. Awesome. Really but, cool. Um, um, really cool. So Mike sounds like he fits the bill for both current and legacy um, oh man, uh, wealth of knowledge, wealth of so, knowledge, and so. and just a fascinating guy. Right. Well, we got to get Mike on for a bit of a throwback talk about Fleer days. Ooh, yeah, throwback. Absolutely. I like I think, throwback. Yeah. Well, that's a good title. Well, we'll 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 swap numbers at the end. Um, so <laughs> so so we've we've looked back. Let's now start looking forward again. So Marvel Ages. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I know about Marvel Ages, which I know is an exclusive, and people really dig hearing, is the fact that those gold and silver cards, when you move to EPAC, will be embedded with a bit of Bitcoin. 
Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to get it. that one. No, that's, that's really a nice idea. Digital cards with a bit of Bitcoin embedded in them. There you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, in 10 years, that might be a thing. 10, 20 years. Take that to Grant. You can have that one for free. Um, <laughs> so, Marvel, Marvel Ages. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I went there. I can't believe I, I went there with that. Yeah, there had, I was like, that's pretty good. It was <laughs> bad. You were wondering where I was going with that, weren't you? I could I see your face. I was. Yeah. You didn't know something about Travis and I don't know. This is yeah, crazy. Travis suddenly got a slight panicked look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God. Well, that's oh. the thing. You know, like I, I, I mentioned, I'm not really on the day-to-day with all these mm-hmm. products, so I don't know the ins and outs of every little bit of it. I'm thinking, <laughs> what? No, we didn't do that. <laughs> For a split <laughs> second, you got me. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful stuff. Right. So Marvel Ages. Um, what next can you tell us about because i i know well i know we've got black diamond on the schedule and we are going to be having a guest to talk about black diamond but do you want to talk about that at all anyway can you tell us much about that black diamond is awesome like we're really excited for it i I, you know grant sanground who i mentioned before I, i think he's coined black diamond as um in his opinion, if we pull it off the way he wants it to be pulled off, the the best uh, entertainment product we've ever built at Upper Deck. So that wow. that gets my attention. Um, and and what's what's really cool for me as a brand guy about Black Diamond is Black Diamond the brand. Like on, on the entertainment side, I, I gotta admit, like it's. It's both exciting and challenging that almost everything we do is custom. You know, on the sports side, those guys get to pick up and, and reuse brands year over year. Um, we just don't have much of that on the entertainment side. Uh, obviously, Masterpieces is something that we've we've kept going, Premiere as well. But it, there's very few annual as well, very few brands that we can pick up year over year and continue to do. Um Black Diamond is just a brand that has so much uh, equity with within the industry and within our company, and and we're just super excited to introduce that to an entertainment brand, um, and so it's it's going to have all of the similar feelings of uh, of a Black Diamond break that you would have on a sports wow. side, but you know we're obviously focusing on all the Marvel stuff and the the MCU stuff, and there's a great lineup of actors, and I. I can't tell you all the actors i I can tell you that you're going to see some return that we've had before that are that are big names and then we actually have included a few that we have never had before so um i I gotta leave that to mike phillips he he likes to reveal the the actor list so um i I don't want to steal his thunder um (laughs) but it's a great list and and the product is coming together and so far on schedule for March, so we're excited oh. to see what that looks like when we get it. Lovely. I'm excited right. to dabble. I've never dabbled in like an MCU set, not really. So I'm I'm definitely thinking I will be partaking in Black Diamond. Sounds like it's up my alley. I'm excited. Yeah, and to this check is it out. this is really going to be the the premier price point version of the uh, of MCU side of what we do on the publishing side. So mm. the the price point is pretty high. Um, because everything in there is going to be valuable. Mm. Wow, that's exciting. It might be a very expensive dabble, so... It might yes. be a... Oh, shit. Fair warrant. What, what can I sell? <laughs> Give me a second. Not exactly. Let me look in my pile here. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Got to fund the hobby with the hobby. <laughs> Got to fund the hobby with the hobby. And because you run out of kidneys. Yeah. I, I have no organs. I'm surprised I'm <laughs> using words right now. So... 
Hey, just you're holding up. You're holding up. My head on a stick. I'm good. I'm still looking good. <laughs> Doing alright. You're like Jack Skellington from uh, from um, what's that film? <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. There we go. What's yeah, this? classic. <laughs> right. So we got we got ages. We got Black Diamond. Yeah. Let me throw a couple others at you here that maybe, maybe are not on your list. Um, we're gonna have a, an EPAC exclusive called Marvel Unbound. <clears throat> That one, think of it as um, kind of a masterpiece's light. You know, it's not going to be like as robust as a masterpiece's set, but it does focus on a on a single artist, um, and and focuses on original artwork from that artist, not only in in the um, base set cards, but also in sketch cards, both regular size oh. and five by sevens. Like it, it's got a lot in there. It's got his autographed wow. cards as well. Um, it's it's going to be one of those that just focuses on high end stuff, serial numbered cards and and auto cards and sketch cards, and and that'll be on EPAC exclusive coming up very shortly. Wow, sorry, I got some drool coming out of my mouth. Sorry, <laughs> hold that. I don't want to. Sorry, we've lost Norris. We've lost, no we've lost no I'm, I'm, good. I'm good. I'm bound. Unbound. So some of the EPAC exclusive stuff um, ends up being. I don't want to say an ambush, but <laughs> kind of a surprise to the, the general public sometimes because we don't we don't flow it through our normal marketing machine that we do with Upper Deck. So, so that's why I wanted to mention it here because it's 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 coming, it's imminent, um, and it's it's going to be it's going to be a good one. It's going to be mm. very interesting. It's going to be in a weekly pack format. So oh no, nice. oh. oh, weekly basis. Fascinating. So kind yeah, of so we're really the, mixing it up. Like living upper deck. sets that you get. Yes, yeah, yeah. much okay. like that. Wow, you. that's I'm exciting. So okay, we're trying to come at you guys in a lot of different directions and, and keep it all very interesting. And Shall and, I just uh, get compelling. my wages diverted straight to Jason's <laughs> yeah, account? Do you guys have a program for that? Is there a way yeah. we can do so? Some kind of I, I thought you guys were on payroll already. Like uh, We probably shouldn't be talking if you're, you're not Upper Deck employees. I was, well, I was just about to say. <laughs> um what was that? What was it? So, so hang on a minute. So that's so that's so that's going to be a weekly format. Yep. Original art, high end. I love it. I love it. EPAC exclusive. Original art, but also doing sketch cards, and he's and so the those. artist, and it's a male artist. Okay, all right, love yep. stuff. Right, no, it's yep. a male artist. Male yep. artist, and it's one yeah. that we've used before for mostly for sketch cards in, in the past. <laughs> and that's that's all the hints I'll give you. Okay, wait, I got to write all. <laughs> So you guys oh, people are going to be like re- replaying and fast forwarding and rewinding this bit of the episode and just like <laughs> right okay what were the clues what were the clues what did he say what did he say what did he almost say what word did he start and then stop um, okay it's good all, it's all so, subterfuge don't believe does, anything I say does, <laughs> does, does that I told mean, you everything I do is shrouded in mystery you are <laughs> you are the sorcerer supreme of the upper deck world Oh wow! Well, you've got the beard. I think there's got to be a raise that comes with that. Well, that's a good, that's a good job title. That's the one they should yeah. be giving right there. Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, I, I, right. I kind of wanted Brand Master for years, but Brand, I, I kind of like Sorcerer oh, Supreme. Brilliant! Let me just write that down. <laughs> Brand Master. We will actually put that on the um, episode yes. title. The Brand I, Master. I th- if you do that, I, I think I could probably put that on a business card. Then yeah, it's yeah, we can official. do it. We, well, we can put point. it out there, and if we credit you as that, then. It's done. It's in the public domain. It's so, done. All right. Um, good, good, good. good. Okie dokie. Um, uh, this is really working out for me, i got to say. It is. You're, you're doing well this episode. You're doing better than anyone else did so far. Uh, everyone else got more lockdown. Um, so, uh, 
<laughs> so does that mean that there won't be a Marvel Weekly set this year? Not necessarily. I, okay, but, um, well answered, well answered. Well that uh, Let's just say this is uh, going to be a new look and, and something we're trying to get off the ground. Good. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. That's good. That's good. Um, speaking of EPAC, a couple more things to put on your radar oh, here. Go on. Tell me. So um, EPAC <clears throat> has allowed us to be... I would say a little more nimble when it comes to developing different SKU types, right? Um, so we don't necessarily have to build out the most robust uh, hobby-style trading card product for every property, um, especially if it doesn't make sense to do that. Um, we can we can cater things a little more towards what the property is and 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 get a little more creative with it. And and you know we don't have to drop a giant sum of money on packaging or anything like that. You know, EPAC has its own. Um, expenditures of course and costs mm. but uh I, I think it allows us a lot more flexibility um not only in product type but timing to market you know it's it's mm. it's been a great great channel for us um recently we i think late last year we launched uh, marvel runaways as an epac ex- exclusive That's right. yes so yeah. we're going to follow up with cloak and dagger in the in the same oh. format oh, just the cool. hits i love the fact that that was a reasonable price point yeah for, for a hit i love it, it was and nice. look you know yeah. it's 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 a great property it's it had a lot of attention but it's not where marvel's focused right now so you know it's it's going to be um we're going to service it for sure because we we believe in the property and we want to make sure that it's it's got its day mm-hmm. um but it's it's not something that there's going to be a huge marketing campaign behind from either marvel or us so it's yeah. it's just something i want to put on your radar is something we we're excited to bring to you good well i've yeah. I've, I've yet to see the series because i don't think it's aired in the uk or at least not on a channel that i can i, I can get um <laughs> yeah but, um, it's on my list it's on my list for sure because i love cloak yeah. and dagger from back in the day absolutely oh, yeah. i saw the pilot for cloak and dagger i saw a couple episodes actually really strong stuff they got two really strong mm-hmm. actors for that as well yeah they did really nice property yeah they really did and they do the transformation for cloak and dagger and like the relationship that they have there and the special effects are really really subtle but very clean very clean. Yeah, yeah, and that's always the challenge, right? You know, some of those yeah. shows just live or die by those special effects. Well, <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah, I agree to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's why that's why Jessica Jones works so well because you didn't need yes. the special effects. You had that wonderful performance and that that insidious power that David Tennant's character had. Yeah, that Perfect. just made that that work i haven't seen um i mean was there a second series i didn't see the second series yet there was a second yeah. series so like for jessica jones what was really strong was like them working with themes of trauma and then mm-hmm. really what yeah. in, gave you the clue that trauma was coming or it was about to be you know issued or whatever you have this beautiful purple light so it's all cinematography oh, for the special effects okay. you know what i mean yeah. it's all based on lighting and then luke cage was really strong because of the set designs you know being in harlem and everything like that it was just and, really and strong good color set, good set design the, that they yeah. set with all the music and it, they just they did a great job that, just from a theming perspective mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm really, just in the middle of getting sure. into the Defenders set. Thank you, uh, two for one sale on Epac last week. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, I'm 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 kind of digging it. I have to say, um, so it's really so, nice. I've seen your I've seen you pull stuff. I mean, we've talked a little bit about it. it looks, re- I like the autograph cards. They're like files or whatever, like yeah, or whatever uh, they look like. Uh, really, they're cool. the house of the like, that, well, they're the house of the dragon like, for um. Uh, whatever it is, that Chinese restaurant they all eat in in the Defenders. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Hangout spot. Uh, Yeah, I don't remember either off time. Where they get stuck for an episode, and then you know there's some people. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. And they just argue for most of the episode is what I remember. You know, it was kind of like (laughs) heroes meeting and immediately fighting. Heroes. Yeah, Yeah, it's like it's like some sort of family dinner where none of them get on. It's like this most bizarre episode. Uh, (laughs) It kind of worked. It It kind of worked. Um, And then you had Electra coming in at the end, if I remember correctly, and having a bit of a rumble with them. Um, yeah, I think but, so. Um, but I am um, um, at some point, Norin, we are going to do a Netflix verse focused episode. Oh, that'd be fun. Just put yeah, the chat now where we're going to talk yeah, about the yeah. Daredevil sets. We're going to talk set. Uh, we're going to talk about the Punisher set. Punisher. We're going to talk about the Defenders set. We're going to talk yeah, about sure. the... Yeah. Uh, is that it? Good. I think that's it. Oh, Punisher. There we go. Punisher, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. there wasn't a Luke Cage or Jessica Jones. That's a good episode. I think that would be really fun. We should do that soon. We Maybe on the that. next like TV release that comes out or whatever, we'll kind of like so. do it around. That's a good we'll, see if one, we'll see if one of the key folk from yeah. Upper Deck who works in the team yeah. might be able to join us for it. Yeah. I mean, wow, I think he's dropping you. It's hard. <laughs> 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 okay, dokie. Okay. So we've got Unbound. We've got Ages, we've got Unbound, we've got Cloak and Dagger. Just saying those together, they sound like characters from a from a Beckett play. What else? What else? What else can you tell us? What else is coming? Well, um, let me preface by saying I'm not going in any particular order here, okay. um, and and a lot of a lot of dates are a struggle to nail down in today's uh, situation that we find ourselves in. I understand. Um, yeah. However, I will say. We try to stay in sync with um, with Marvel and what's going on there and, and what they're up to. Of course, that means whenever they drop a live-action movie, we're right on top of it. Um, now, we all know their big push is the Disney Plus TV shows. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try to sync up with that as best as we can. So out of the gate, yeah. we're going to do a WandaVision product. Yes. Um, we've been working on that with them and it's it's coming together pretty nicely so uh, look for that and probably uh q2 next year hopefully okay. wow. wow wow next year, or this year this year sorry this year i do that all the time the year change no worries. well that's gonna be a really fun set because you'll be able to have i mean you can't say anything but like it'd be fun to have go through all the different ages the type of tv series the black and whites so i'm sure you guys have a lot of fun stuff planned for that oh stuff. yeah Great. that yeah. that oh, one i'm cool most excited about out of, out of everything they're doing on this on the tv show side this year just because of the visual wow. aspects like i can't yeah I can't wait to get those images plugged in um wow and it, to, to be honest like from a business perspective from from my end of the job um of the company it, it Marvel is is definitely challenging us with the live action stuff coming up in the next year, couple of years. Like they just are popping off, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge to to, to stay in sync with them and just to frankly keep up. Like they've got so much on the TV side, and the movies are 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 popping off. It's 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 gonna be wow. interesting. Like it's awesome. I love the the influx of content, but it's it's gonna be a challenge. I gotta tell you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can imagine. Wow, I can imagine. Yeah, all the releases, all the phases, everything that's coming up. I mean, it's, it's yeah, hopefully really popping off now. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Exactly. We're in one uh-huh. big phase now with Marvel. There's no longer the numbered phases. It's just one long Forever. Phase. Forever and ever. <laughs> I know what? I'm absolutely fine with that. Take my money now. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Thank you very much. Um, I'm here. Wow, that's exciting. So one division. Um, not one division, but Wonder Vision. Wonder um, Vision. <laughs> don't expect you to go back into the um, the music side of the trading card. Did you know, Norin, the upper deck back in the day, and I'm talking back in the day now. Did a Ricky Martin back in the set. day. Living <gasps> <gasps> La Vida because it keeps coming up on eBay UK searches for upper deck products. <laughs> Oh, really, does it? Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, there's a lot of that product in the UK. I don't know why, the but there was a Ricky Martin set. Uh, it's cheap. How is the I price like on it. that? It's cheap. Third market, third market's killer. It is. It is. I'm going to get some graded and see what happens. Because these, these things always come around. You might be in the know, man. You don't know. Instead of Marvel in the future, it might just be Ricky, you I'm know. start investing Ricky stuff. You know, all, that, all that ink work stuff that I am invested in and, 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 and graded a couple of years ago, its day will come. Anyway. And you um, you're going you to be in a mansion. Make a call. I mean, try to try to make a deal. Make Do the nostalgic play. We'll just re- rehash this. I, do it. We'll no. do it afterwards. We'll Travis gets it. <laughs> Afterwards, afterwards. Don't let everybody in on it. Uh, okay, so one division, lovely stuff. I, uh, I, I, while we're I on the live action next. subject, yeah. what, what was that? I keep wanting to say what's next, and, and eventually you <laughs> stop telling us stuff, so I'm just going to keep asking what's next. I'll, I'll keep going. Um, those of you who may have wondered if we're ever going to make a Black Widow product, we are going to make a Black Widow product. Um, oh, we nice. we just we were delayed with the movie delay, basically. Mm. Yeah. And so we're we're syncing up closer to when the actual movie launches. Nice. Uh, wow. However, it ends up launching, we'll we'll, we'll be ready. Um, that product will be um, EPAC exclusive as well. Ooh, um, but not exciting. in the not in the form of uh, uh, runaways and cloak and dagger. Sure, so sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Animal, yeah, yeah. But excited to launch that. We've had it. We've been building it a while, as you can imagine. <laughs> I was going to say the film's finished. Yeah. It's literally sat in a can on someone's yeah. shelf, ready to go. So, yeah, you know, the poor film's uh, been pushed back quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. What an interesting okay. year. I'm excited about that because no I really like the actor David Harbour. Yeah. Um, and I, I know he's signed for cards. I've got his autograph card from Stranger the Bond Things. film that he was in. Um, and of course, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love Rachel Rachel Rice. How do you say her name? Is that how you Vice. say it? Vice. 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 Rachel yeah. Vice. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sometimes I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's Rachel great, man. I'm excited Vice, about her too. Rachel Vice, come <laughs> and give me a kiss. Not a Daniel Craig's, Park podcast without Craig's wife, so I can't say anything bad about her because he will come and do me do me in. <laughs> sure. Because he's a very I'm fit man. <laughs> I, I feel like we've yeah. talked about threats to our personal being like several times on this call. Like we're all in imminent danger. I think. I think. I think it's because we're all in slight kind of persecution mode because of the the world events that have been happening recently. There's some legitimacy to that. about their well being. We're all in uh, fight or flight mode, and fortunately, yeah. we're not fighting. Good point. So, Good point. Uh, so yeah, um, good. All right, Black Widow 
excited about that one. And I know, I know, you know what? I know you can't tell us this, but I know a lot of people will be very, very, very excited if ScarJo finally signed. Well, I, I know would you can't that. tell us that, but yes. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Moving on, <laughs> moving on. Knowing no, I, I, I totally understand yeah. that sentiment. Mm. I, I really do. Knowing um, can forge it, if, if she's, not. She's um, very good. Yep. Good. Uh, right. Moving on. Uh, let me let me distract you a bit to uh, another publishing set. Uh, <laughs> we talked a little bit about um, some of the retro stuff, that nostalgic play, right, that everyone's really interested in. Um including myself. Uh, I don't know if it's dropped yet, but um, the solicitation should be coming out pretty quickly if it hasn't, but we're going to do another Fleer Ultra. Yes! <laughs> this time yes. focused on the Avengers. <laughs> Sorry. Also, we are um, so hot and heavy on that one right now, working working oh. hard on it. Oh, that's, uh, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's, wow. it's going to be awesome. It's the the Fleur Ultras that we've they're they're a pleasure to work on in the building. You know, there's just wow. so much content in there. Yeah, so, okay. there's so much so fun. We've, so we've had Fussum, we've had Fuxum, and now we've got <laughs> I'm glad you didn't refer to it as F U Spider Man or F U X Men because I've heard that a few times. <laughs> Really? I'm sure from the poor people who are actually signing the cards or scanning them for EPAC, one of the two. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> really? I don't want this anymore. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, that's, so, that's exciting. That's will so that crazy. Will that be kind of a similar wow. premium? I know it's not your top premium, but it is a premium product in the fact that it's you know it's a thicker stock and it's original art, that kind of thing. So are we on the same lines? Yeah. Yeah. We consider that kind of a mid-tier product. Mm-hmm. Um not not the top, but definitely not the bottom. You know, it's mm-hmm. definitely got a premium feel to it, but not the the highest price point. You know, it'll it'll be similar to the the its predecessors. Okay, interesting. So it's also original art then, for sure. Um, there'll be a portion of that in there. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, I am. Okay. Well, I, I'm like poor Travis. I'm like that. Don't lay it so thick. <laughs> I it's find okay. it interesting you know, that you perceive that you perceive that as a mid-tier because from on the publishing side, we definitely view that higher than that. Yeah, uh, you know, upper deck. I think particularly through um, through the last ten years has really focused on positioning ourselves as, as the premium brand, right? We're not going to have a lot of entry-level products out there. It's just not our, it's not part of our brand identity. Um, and, and so really for us, that that lies in kind of the mid-tier um, yeah. realm. Okay. Uh, for the number of times we're asked that question that you just answered, can we soundbite that little clip of you saying entry-level products, that's not our <laughs> and, and use it <laughs> and just sure. a button? Because you wouldn't believe the number of uh, times that people ask us about that kind of thing. So that's interesting. That's very yeah. interesting. Okay. You know, it's there's, there's a place for it out there. But honestly, with us, like we, we've noticed the trend kind of away from – from that entry level yeah. price point, you know, and yeah. And, yeah. and that is reflected mostly at uh, mass retail. You know, the, mm-hmm. there there really hasn't been um, 
I'll say mass interest in in that particular type of product at mass in, in recent history. So that, and, and that kind of thing fluctuates all the time. But yeah, of course, um, the hobby hasn't shown very much interest in that. So we're trying to do what, what uh, people are wanting the most. Yeah. Well, well yeah. yeah, there's no point in making, you know, you make a product for the market that's that's demanding it, I guess, don't you? So um, right. it's, it's very interesting that um, you, you mentioned the whole retail side of things is that is that there's one particular product of NFL cards. It's the Contenders line that I like to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you buy a hobby box of that, it's few hundred dollars but you can buy a retail version of that box in target because i did so last year when i was in the states for about 40 bucks the base cards uh-huh. are exactly the same you yeah get a few oh yeah the hits um and it's yep. beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. product anyway um i digress um and we've so. done that a few times with the the mcu stuff um but it's it's really been a while i think the last time that we did that was probably spider-man homecoming um it's it's been some time uh, but yeah, well, it's 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 a mechanism we're familiar with for sure. Well, listen, you know, I'm still enjoying getting um, where I can and seeing people breaking those Walmart mystery boxes, which I know is Upper Deck made product. So yeah, um, so they're a ton of fun. They are, but um, but anyway, well, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, no, I love them. There's cards in there I've discovered that I didn't know existed. Because <laughs> there's, there's a whole mystery side of, of Upper Deck stuff, and it's not documented at all. And you're, you're the best person to, to broach this to, actually. Um, is And even the big sites like Jeff Allender's House of Checklist don't, don't have a lot of mention of it, is some of the versions of the MCU sets that you made specifically for Walmart. Right. And there's, there's one particular... Um, uh, there's a there's a civil war set that has mm-hmm. is completely different and has completely different inserts, completely different chase cards. I've no idea how many of the chase cards there are because it's <laughs> it not even documented has two versions anymore. Of the packaging, so yeah, it I does. It does. Both of those. It does. Yeah, one with um, yeah. Iron Man and one with um, Captain America. And then there's um, uh, there a couple of years ago there was a, a little gift. Um, pack that was given away at the San Diego Comic Con Upper Deck booth, and it was promoting EPAC, and it had it was a little cello, it was a clear cello pack, and it had a guide to EPAC, and it had a couple of cards in there, um, and it was must have been 2017 because it had um, I bought a few off eBay, and two of them had a Fleer Ultra Spider-Man base card in, <laughs> which was lovely, and yeah. a couple of FTU cards, and one of them had a variant rainbow parallel of the four Ragnarok set that you just can't get anywhere. I wasn't it's even a aware real of that. mystery. Yeah, it's a that's, real mystery. Um, that's, that's actually news to me. Like, yeah. some of those cello wrapped sets, like, I, I don't, uh, it's not part of our, like, regular product line, yeah. so it's not something I'm always but aware of. One of these days, I'm going to make a trip over there and I'm going to break in the office. I'm going to find the filing cabinet with the checklist in because I just want to know. <laughs> I really wish you guys would actually put out this. This is when they stop talking to us, Ian. Don't tell them. You're no, no, no. It's, it's, it's fine. You know, I'm we get that too. But, um, you know, that's, um, that's something we, we need to do a little, we need to be better at for sure. No, that's, getting that's, those fine, that's, out fine. There. that's fine. Sorry, it just occurs to me. Right. So, Fleer Ultra um, Avengers, I'm still reeling from that one. Um, now, I know <laughs> that's Black, crazy fun. Black Cat's not an Avenger, so I'm kind of safe on that one. So, that's okay. Because <laughs> I'm mentally going through and I'm ticking off the sets that I need to worry about. I know I need to worry about Marvel Ages. With regards to Black Cat, um, I yep, know yeah. I need to worry about that, and I might need to worry about Ephra Unbound as well. But for Cloak and Dagger, I'm Wonder excited Avengers, about Unbound, Black Widow, and Fleer Ultra Avengers. Unless she turns up on a sketch card, 
I'm good, it's bro. It's always possible. <laughs> he, he is just leaning back. He's like, I'm going to be able to save some money. Totally <laughs> <laughs> <Good job>. fine. <laughs> good. So is there another product that's coming out that might have Black Cat in? Um, yes. I would say... Oh. So this one I'm going to be a little more vague about. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. But I, I, I'll say a certain premium product on the publishing side of what we do that's very much focused on sketch cards. We'll, we'll be returning again this year. Yes, if someone um, did ask a direct question about whether there would be one of those sets this year. Yeah, so. that's exciting. So that's, okay. that's well underway. Very and if I can get some black exciting. cat in there, I'll, I'll definitely do it. Oh, listen, I've barely <laughs> been able to get any sketches from that particular set from any of the previous years because they just go. So yeah, they uh, do. Yeah, they yeah, do. yeah. Sure. Which is and you know what? Yeah. Uh, that's one of those sets that I know Mike Phillips, our EV, EVP of sales, would love for us to make a lot more of. But uh, honestly, we just can't. I mean, oh, it, it's it's so dependent on yeah. original artwork and, and for it to be high quality original artwork that we just yeah. we can make what we can make. And anything more than that would 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 ruin it, I think. Yeah. In a lot of different ways. One hundred percent. Especially a set like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, especially a set like that. You can't you know, once you start overproducing a set like that, it loses its luster in my i mean yeah. my opinion that's how yeah. i am yeah, i agree yeah, with i you. like that stuff. i agree with you yeah. on that one completely yeah. good oh wow that's exciting okay that's so great man wow this we can't talk be about, but we know what Finally. it is that's exciting good good okay <laughs> good 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 <laughs> and you um you mentioned uh anime uh, a bit ago yeah uh, just to give you some insight on what anime is or what it was intended to be um we we have we have great partners in in Asia for for distribution and and they they give us a lot of feedback. I've had some great conversations with them, but one thing I was noticing was they they weren't gravitating towards the the publishing product very much that we produce. MCU sure, but not publishing. And some of the feedback we got from them was, you know, the the artwork is not resonating over here. Um, could you do something about that? So we we plugged in anime to the to the schedule and unexpected surprise it did it did very well domestically it did very well over here and it was well received and of course peach had a big part to do with that she did a great job um but that's something that is intended to be a recurring brand so yes. really hoping Jeez. to bring that back semi smart um, not saying it'll be smart. this year but it's it's something that you should see returning eventually it should be it should be when Ian and I were cracking product and talking about it I said I was like anime needs to be one of those staples mm-hmm. it needs to be you know and you could tell with how the product was released mm-hmm. in terms of the inserts and everything like that I was like nah this needs to change from artist to artist this is going to be an evolving mm-hmm. thing right. this is a staple I, I think that's brilliant man because that set my wife and I opened up a box together and you know she has impeccable taste better taste than me so sometimes when i get sketch cards and i'm like oh man i really love it she's like nah and then walks away i'm like how dare you (laughs) don't ruin this for me (laughs) um but you know it was really nice because we got to open some packs together and um she was looking at the cards she kept uh she kept a dagger she kept you know um uh spider gwen and some other ones as well she was like oh this is really cool i love the foiling effect and it was just really nice because for me i think the big surprise for me even though i loved everything anime really really you know it, it brought back that 90s 
kind of feel yeah. that I had. You know, it really for me it did at least. I, I felt That's very, awesome. yeah, it was a really nice experience. I really enjoyed that product. I loved it. It was my. That's good to hear. It was so my. Look for it in the future then. It was my set of the year <laughs> yeah. from last year. Yeah. Oh, right. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. The same way. Wow. Yeah, no disrespect to the others, but it just, it's something about it. Just, just, and I wasn't expecting it at all. It was like, me neither. I mean, in a year that saw yeah. Masterpieces return, that's, that's, that's a big statement. I know, I know. And I, you know, I, I apologize to Dave on that one, but I think, you know, the <laughs> thing, the thing that slightly pips it for me was, um, just, um, the surprise of it and the fun of it. It just yeah, was unexpected. Yeah. Whereas with master, you know, the artwork is 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 amazing. You know, on all the masterpieces. Really sets. So that, that's not that's kind of not the thing that that makes it. The, you know, the the very close runner up on that for me. It was the fact that it was, you know, masterpieces. We kind of knew what the structure was going to be, and you know, um, and it didn't disappoint. The metal it, cards were new. It was, yeah, like, it was there like were really the, great the things about that incredible. set. Um, yeah, Metallurgy was a hit. But yeah. anime just completely came out of left field. It was like yeah, yeah. it was like a great big kiss on the lips at midnight on New Year's Eve <laughs> that you weren't expecting, you know, and it was it was beautiful and you spend the rest of the year dreaming about it. It was kind of one of those. So um I love the fact that you, you kind of, you know, very um very uh uh casually said, Oh yeah, we've got to do an anime set and then, you know, got peach and it's like i can imagine that phone call it's like yeah 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 peach peach babe babe peach peach sit down sit down we need you to do this yeah, we, we want you to sign that many cards yes yes we do yep, yep. Yes, poor peach. i can only imagine that poor woman I, yeah. had to do I, I am, i'm very thankful that that's not my role at upper deck because some of those deals like i i just i mean it's it's amazing that that uh, that it all comes together sometimes. Like I, I would have the sticker sticker shock when I saw the number of cards to sign, but but in reality, like it's it's the perfect equation. You know, these guys work really hard at finding yeah. what ratio is best and to now, yeah. maintain the value, and and yeah. it's it's I mean, they do a great job. So it's a matter. There is somewhat of a learning curve there, right? I mean, mm-hmm. make sure that people understand we're not we're not flooding the market with these. This is based on an exact math, basically, mm-hmm. uh, and credit to i think jennifer whom you spoke with i, I think she yeah. she made that deal so um, rock star kudos no, so, so it was jen who was going peach babe i want to make your deal that's <laughs> right. just a little no oh, you're gonna love this deal you're gonna love it <laughs> you're gonna love it jen's you're voice love it. is not like that she sounds lovely okay oh really I, lovely. No, <laughs> I guess well, i guess i had it wrong yeah that's her deal that's her deal <laughs> maybe boy. she's a little more gruff in the office <laughs> <laughs> squealing with excitement like we do about all this uh, exciting product coming up so okay so gosh, we've got so a sketch base set that we can't name that that is potentially returning we've got yep. a potential second anime set in the works mm-hmm. exciting you know i think everyone's going to be on the floor by now have you got anything else up your sleeve for us travis always um, bear. You know, just some obvious stuff, I would say. You know, we'll, we're definitely working on a product for Shang-Chi um, and also Eternals. Oh, yes, um, okay. I would say um, our director of product development is very excited about Eternals and, and is mm. really throwing a lot of bells and whistles into that. So that's, that's going to be a fun set. It's one of those properties where you're – you're just expecting Marvel to 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 knock it out of the park again, right? Because everyone, I think, was a little bit uh, nervous when Guardians of the Galaxy was coming up. You know, mm-hmm. this is a this is a team that not everyone who's a 
Marvel fan is familiar with. Um, how how well is this gonna gonna do? Actually, credit to Jason Mashra. He he had some foresight on that when there weren't a lot of consumer products in the market for that movie, but he he really believed in it and it paid off for us because it did really well. The movie was huge. Um, I mean, yeah, that movie reinvigorated characters that no one cared about. I mean, in all exactly. seriousness, the relic like, cards are gorgeous. No. No, they're no. It's a beautiful set yeah. too. No, it's it's yeah. just it's yeah. It's a pretty impressive thing what that movie was able to do for those characters. Because I mean, who yeah, would have thought great. Groot would be a household name? I mean, no one. I mean, I don't know anyone who had been that confident that that character would have become as popular as as, as he had. Here's here's a funny story. <clears throat> Hopefully it's funny, and uh, hopefully I'm not in that hole <laughs> that by the end of the week. Yeah. But uh, so on that particular set, I was working in the product development side at Upper Deck. You know, that was when I w- was kind of newly on the entertainment side, um, and and so I was I was trying to figure out how to bring all the the memorabilia together. You mentioned the relic cards. Mm-hmm. Um, there, Bubby had designed that product. Um, and and he had so many different memorabilia cards in there. There it just was chock full of different styles. So many different ones. I think there was even one that had uh, all the characters on one card with with small wow. swatches of memorabilia. Oh, the challenge man. I had was how are we going to make memorabilia cards of Rocket and Groot? I really want to do this. So you would you would not you would not believe the number of crazy samples that I I got from all over the globe of like fake bark, bark with moss on it, some some fake fur. <laughs> this is raccoon fur, but I really like the way the otter fur looks. It looks more authentic. <laughs> all of that shot down because it was just weird. <laughs> um, I, the the producers I think on on the Marvel side probably didn't. Uh, see the point in us trying to replicate the skin of an animal <laughs> so so none of that made it to uh, to the product but it was Taxiders, it was fun trying anyway cards, how's this and coming yet, guardians 2 had rocket raccoon costume cards two of them <laughs> yeah it was just the costume right. the orange yeah. costume the costume yeah because yeah. there was someone That's on great. set with like bubbles on them <laughs> Yeah, that character. And you had there the was small little puppet yeah. too. You had the yeah. like stuffed raccoon on set thing. I think I saw that in some kind of behind the scenes stuff as well. Well, you did a really great. Um, Ian, and I talked about this. It was the Ant Man and Wasp, right, Ian? Oh, Where you had micro swatch. The micro ah, what a cool that was. Oh, yeah. different um, tiny bits of costume. Oh yeah, costume. That, I think that maybe clever. the smallest swatches we've ever done. I really need a clever card. Really, that clever. was. That was really entertaining to watch that process go down. So, so one of the roles of the brand team is to see if you can realize the vision for the product managers, right? Like, uh, it's it's not all going to work, and and especially uh, you. I think um, you guys. I think the first upper deck employee you talked to was Matt Rogers. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, he, he's no longer with our company, but he he designed that particular set, uh-huh. um, and and that micro swatch card was was a, a brainchild of his and he was so adamant to get that through the system and and our operations was like trying to figure out how to make this a reality so it was it's one of those tag teams where we had to keep jumping back and forth and saying well if we try it this way or if we try it this way and and how do we get it to not cost so much <laughs> and it was a real it was a dance and and to his credit he got it through the system and, and it turned out to be pretty compelling so mm, kudos that's to him. definitely memorable definitely we should do an episode of top 10 memorable cards type of thing of like 2020 memorable, or 20 memorable oh, memorable like uh, design okay. memorable 
like yeah. arts that are kind of like new and different. Yeah, we are talking about memorabilia, so that would have been more on point. But there's how my brain works. Yeah. <laughs> so we could do a poll in the group. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Divide and conquer. Yeah. Well, it would yeah. give us some ideas at least, you know. I agree. <laughs> Quite frankly, it'll give us some ideas. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Actually, exactly. yeah, actually really fun. We know you like yeah. to watch. Anyway. That's right. Um, that, that came <laughs> From out, the shadows. That came out wrong. That came out wrong. So <laughs> I've written, I've written instead of exter- Eternals, I've written Externals, which is an entirely different type of product. We won't talk about that on this family-based podcast. Um <laughs> So you can't take me anywhere. This, this is not true. Um, well, this is exciting. I, I have to say, your, your cupboard must surely be bare by now of things that you can lay on us. Well, I will tell you a couple more things because that's just the giving mood I'm in. So, I don't know. Yay! Uh, of, we're going to roll out annual again. We That's that's uh, one of those brands. I had that recurring. on my list of questions. Yep. Yep. So that that's, uh, that's so far scheduled for about mid-year this year. Good. Hey, look, I said wow. it right this year, not next not next year. Of course, there's <laughs> going to be one next year, too, if all, if all goes well. Well, that's the uh, annual. Yeah, that's the annual. Um, and then there, there's one more retro-style product in the hopper that I can't wow. talk too much about, but is is going to be based on a, um, a certain team that um, I always thought was kind of kind of whiny <laughs> you know they, they, they have problems and and just because oh, they're different and they're kind of <laughs> <laughs> they're doing a power pack set no <laughs> uh, no it's 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 bigger than that and i'm, I'm gonna be heavily chastised for it because everyone seems to be a fan of this team except for me i never was that it, it was a team that really made their rise in the 90s big fans of that team in the 90s okay um our company president's a big fan of that team. You guys discussed it, I think. Yeah, it'll be the Alpha Flight one. <laughs> oh, is that who it is? Is that who it is? You can't it's tell you, even if it is. <laughs> I'm looking. I was. Oh my god! On my screen, I was looking at Ian and not not thinking Travis would try to answer me. I'm like, Ian, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. You know what? Alpha Flight was cool. Which was where his where he. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm like, er. <laughs> Alpha Flight was cool with the X Men animated series. I have to admit that. I mean, it's wacky. Yeah. It's definitely a yeah. wacky team. But like, when the X Men animated series happened, and you got like that episode of Wolverine's past or whatever. That was pretty cool. Uh, you you know, I've seen Sasquatch there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm walking around. the only Canadian team? Yeah. It's, at this point, I mean, I don't know how many. They don't have much competition, I doubt. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah. There might be more of them up there. They're just in the bit that no one lives in. Yeah. Well, that was Tony Perna's favorite, right? Was that yeah. what he was saying? Tony Perna, yeah. Oh, great. Great artist. And himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a blast. He was a blast. Yeah. What a trip. Yeah, you guys talked all the best. Really liked your Dave Palumbo. Oh, yeah. We've had oh, a lot Dave's, of... Dave's coming back. We just need to schedule it. Oh, yeah, oh, that's great. right. Yeah, yeah. We need to talk to Dave post-masterpieces just to... Now the dust has settled a little bit, just to yeah. talk so about all the artwork he couldn't talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, do really. um, Breaking on EPAC with him or something. That'd be kind of cool. Could do. Yeah, yeah, we could do. Awesome. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, we get even better if we get him to pay for it. <laughs> I like that a lot more. Well, I think he sold all the paintings, so you know he's good for it. He's got so. the dough. Yeah, he yeah, can he do it. Be in good he's shape got the dough. 
you know, you, you're, you're, you're a poor college professor and I'm, you know, I've, <laughs> I, I live in England and they don't pay as much. So, you know, <laughs> 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 they just pay us, they just pay us in, in gruel here. It's like that Oliver Twist. Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> more? Nobody asks for more. Nobody asks for more. Uh, I've just dropped an oh, Oliver Twist reference in. Yeah, that was that was nicely done. It was good. Out. It was good. Tap nice, tap marks, man. Nice bit of Dickens. <laughs> nice bit of Dickens. These are our times for the little people. Anyway, um, so we've got we've got Marvelennial coming back, and we've got um, a set that you can't talk about about a team that you can't tell us. I'm, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. That's, that's, no, that's good. That's good. Listen, wild speculation is exactly what um, the hungry masses uh, that we that we represent um, uh, uh, thrive on. I think it's fair yeah. to say, Noren, wouldn't you? Love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking at threads with comments of like 140, like, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. And then someone threatens to take someone else outside on one of the offshoot comments, and it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. Well, whenever anyway. we get close to dropping the actual knowledge about it, I'll let you guys know and well, listen, uh, you know, see we, if you guys are right. What I was going to say, what I actually said to one of your colleagues, is we should have a regular Upper Deck correspondent. Yeah. And and oh, all I the people so. at Upper Deck I spoke to pointed at you. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is like, oh, God. Well, he said himself at the top of the show, he's, he's got the cap, he's got the mug. Yeah, but I also said half the stuff that I tell you it can't be trusted, right? He's I mean, mystery. Yeah. We're not even entirely sure that you work for them in a paid capacity. I'm going to have to use a voice modulator just to not reveal who this man is. People are going to – we can't even do a video version because they're going to figure out where he lives. No, people will figure out they've tuned into Saw 12 or something like that if you use a voice modulator, so we can't do that. (laughs) Um, You can't run, you can't hide. Um, You know what? I'm giddy from looking at all of that. I'm already starting to think about how – little food my young family can live on um so I'll, I'll i'll work that out and i'll come back to you that's exciting um do you Dad, why can't i live dedication. in that house that's for the cards okay we right. live outside. <laughs> daddy i'm hungry now you've had your piece of bread for this week um <laughs> uh, that's just the wife anyway so, so pretty I, much we need to make edible cards at least base cards edible you do need to make edible cards well yeah, to, we know. Some of our members would attest that you already have, but we won't talk about that. Um, do you, I know I'm going to um, get an angry call from our legal department after this. You probably will. Like I said, well, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got, and maybe, well, this next week's episode, so you've probably got about three or four day window on the edit. So. I can get pretty far away by then. Yeah, that's good. Um, do you? Because um, you mentioned you collected comics growing up, and I think you yep. know, Bubby did and jason clearly did and i know jason's into his graded books as well um so do you um did you collect cards as well or do you and or do you now because i know there's a there's a there's a funny thing in that you can't really collect your own product because of the you know that's been well you can you can collect it (laughs) but you just can't sell it as an upper deck employee okay company policy that makes sense you know, I do have a, a nice collection of product that I've bought since I've been working there just, just because I'm a fan of it. You know, I, I know the hard work that went into it, and it's just we put out a, a great product, and I, I'm a fan. I'm a total fan of it. But i got to say, back in the day, 
was not a fan of trading cards of 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 entertainment stuff. Like I was I was a big time baseball card collector. I, I loved baseball cards. Um, that's where my passion was um, for cards. I, I I loved comics and I loved cards, but for some reason the two didn't meet in the entertainment world on uh, on trading cards. And I and I don't know why, but I I don't even recall seeing them very often. You know, and maybe it was just where I was at or whatever or the the stores I frequented. Um, but for some reason, they, they just didn't make that leap. Still <laughs> like have all of my UK. baseball cards and comic books. So I, I still love keeping all that stuff, pull them out every now and again. Yeah, that That's is always awesome. really nice when you have like that secret day or something and you just yeah. hang out. You're like, you know what? Let me look at my stuff real quick. It all, I love that when that sneaks up on me. It's just a, such a good too. feeling. And yeah, there's no fun. fear of uh, mint condition for mine because I did not have a concept of that when I was young. <laughs> so oh, everything I, that uh, I have has, has my energy in it, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> well loved, I think is well the loved. expression. Well loved. Um, so what were your – because you're wearing a Spider-Man T-shirt. So that that fills me with optimism. So what was your what was your books growing up? <laughs> um, you know it it's it's funny because when you work in in an, in an uh, in an arena where you're surrounded by people that are comic book fans and are very very knowledgeable about comic books, it's it, it's almost like um, throwing a softball out there when you say you're a Spider-Man fan because there's just so much more to it, you know. Yes, welcome to my world. <laughs> uh, but I, I was a Spider-Man fan. I, I loved everything Spider-Man. I just could not, yeah. I could not get past how entertaining he was as a character, and and I kind of related to him as kind of a nerdy guy that was uh, looked over a lot. You know, yeah. sad to say, but uh, I. I I just felt like he the fact that he brought humor into everything that he did was just top notch. Like I really loved that. It was entertaining. And and you know what? I mean, through those books, so many awesome characters were introduced, mm. you know. And I, oh, yeah. I just I, I was a huge fan. You know, I I wasn't as big a fan of of X Men that a lot of people my age are or were. <clears throat> You know, just to me they just didn't resonate. You know, it it, yeah. it was it was a team that that seemed a little I don't want to say too serious because there was a serious mm-hmm. side to Spider-Man as well. You know, he was dealing with some real-world problems with, with uh, lack of money and whatnot, and, and the health of his family. And and but for some reason, just the levity that Spider-Man brought kind of made that more approachable to me than than so, say the seriousness of X-Men, which was serious all the time, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It really was. I mean, it's funny because that's kind of how I thought about it too. Like growing up, I liked Spider-Man, but I was definitely the X-Men kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Gambit had my card, man. I was just like, everything Gambit. I'm, <laughs> I want to throw yeah. every playing card ever. I had was a fan <laughs> of Donatello. I was a fan of Donatello, so the staff is like what I'm all about, you know. That's but cool. it, it it wasn't until I was older, and I saw Spider-Man: Homecoming, where I understood how, and I loved. Um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man because I was there when that first trailer came out remember that first Spider-Man trailer came out and you had like the city and the helicopter gets stuck in the web and you're just like remember yeah I always think about that trailer because I remember that trailer being like finally you know what I mean like it's happening (laughs) yeah um but it wasn't until homecoming where you know I saw um Tom Holland's rendition of the character and you know and and the writing there and I was like man you know Spider-Man just has such a good heartfelt perspective that a lot of superheroes don't have you know what i mean that's what spider-man was so great about being in like cameos of other things you know what i mean like just like such a 
calming but yet funny demeanor. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? There was no threat there and the worries were not as heavy. So I totally see what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, but I didn't appreciate that much until I got older. I didn't really notice. I tell you yeah. one of the smartest things Marvel did, and I'm not sure if it was planned to be be like this but it's that Matt Marvel team up book where he always had Spidey and he was with someone different each week I love those and yeah that was just such yep. a really good introduction to yeah well a it was a good tryout for them of new characters that maybe would have had one appearance or maybe cameoed in there but um but it was also a really good way to get a taste of the other characters in the Marvel universe without having to buy the books and get into all the continuity yeah because for me the X-Men always felt too dense yeah. There was too much backstory I'd need to know. Whereas right. for Spider-Man, there, you know, there was backstory, but it was kind of it, it was it was again, it was just much more accessible. Yeah, yeah. you can get yeah. him right so away. I, and, yeah. and I think they that's an example of how they they rolled out a lot of mechanisms through Spider-Man mm. that became popular afterwards, you know, like mm. like I didn't really appreciate um story arcs until probably the Craven the Hunter series with Spider-Man, you know, which which was epic in my world. Like, I could not wait for the next one to come out. Um, yeah. But that was really the first time that it was like, this this story is not ended. You know, I, I can't wait to see where this goes. Um, and now, of course, story arcs are a very popular part of comic culture every year. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I had two. Great, yeah. I had two I on the Spider-Man. Mine was Death of Gene DeWolf. Uh-huh was and it was dark it was really dark for marvel at the time really it was cool. peter david um uh, spectacular spider-man 107 to 110 it's about the sin eater you know basically a yeah oh i've heard of that yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. guy with a shotgun um who who reappeared and uh, she's 130 something um and then there was that whole because it was not long after the whole dallas thing i who shot JR? You know that thing where ah. they kept people guessing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. of course, Marvel kind of did that very cleverly with Who's the Whole Goblin? Mm hmm. Ah, oh, that's right. So issue after issue after issue. It's like, who is the Goblin? fashion designer. Like, just didn't see that coming. <laughs> I know. It's just crazy. You know, do you know what? I'm, I'm still not entirely sure I ever found out or read the issue. I think I've got it, but I don't think I ever read the issue <laughs> where you found out who the first one was because I know there have been subsequent. Uh, and then, of course, yeah. Todd McFarlane came along and, and blew the bloody doors off. So, um, right. But uh, they were doing fine with, before he came along, I'm, I'm sure. But as your t shirt will attest to just completely changed the visual look of the character oh, yeah. forever. Yeah, I love that. So, you know, redefined yeah. it. Um, anyway, um, very, so very quick, uh, you know, I always ask these uh, pop quiz questions of all our Upper guests, and you're, you're, you're no escape on that one. Um, we kind of already answered the first one, Avengers or X-Men. Avengers. You know, to be honest, <clears throat> I wasn't a huge fan of Avengers either when I was when I was younger, when I was really diving into comics for the first time. But um, I was I was a fan of some of those characters individually. Um, yeah. So I really became more appreciative of uh, Avengers once they were involved in MCU, like much like you with Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like new appreciation for him. Yeah. 100%. Me too. I was found Spidey crossed over more with the Avengers characters as well because he kind of was one of them occasionally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's which right. Was, which was bizarre. So, um, I feel like I've the kind first of team he ran into was, I think, Fan 4, right? Damn right, um, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they were, in, they were the guys trying to sort out his costume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah the paper bag. I love that That's so right. much. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, great. they were trying to. Uh, well, no, before that, in the very first, um, um, 
almost maybe an issue very very early on there's a there's oh, a fantastic really? four crossover yeah because the fantastic four were the only team yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. i think they're right. in like one of the very first issues i'll have to look back that's really cool yeah it was not amazing fancy it might be issue one is one of the very very first issues of spider-man the fantastic yeah, four yeah. in it because they were already established so they came on to boost yeah, sales. They're pretty. Them, they're yeah. very early. Very yeah. early. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, interesting. Um, have you had a trading card made of yourself? Oh, sort of. Not and I know really. the right of initiation that you kind of all have at Upper Deck now. So. <laughs> well, so 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 I'm also um, I'm uh, in charge of the business side of the the gaming division of what we do um and and so we have a a deck building card game that we've made um called legendary and and i am a bystander yeah. in that in that game i think i'm a, actually i'm a photographer taking a picture of spider-man how appropriate no, that's good. so cool this is good because the photos of everyone's bystander cards go into the tasting notes um apart from jason <laughs> who didn't tell us although i think i found what jason's was there's a tycoon bystander card i can neither confirm nor deny no, um, <laughs> i'm pretty certain it is because i've held up pictures of that card next to the picture of jason in fact they're both by my bed um and i look <laughs> at them and i think you keep inside ian we talked we, about this. We can edit this Don't, out. We can edit this out. That's true. That's but we're all friends here. I'm just telling Travis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> legendary bystander photographer. That's brilliant. Okay. That's really cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I was excited awesome. about it. That's you know what's fun. funny is um, my card, like legendary, is 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 something that is not. There's no rarity built into it, right? It's yeah. you buy a box, I buy a box. It's all the same cards. Mm. So whenever there's a bystander released, it's it's um mass produced basically you know yeah. they're they're plentiful however we did an experiment one year where we infused uh legendary artwork and some legendary playable cards within a trading card set called marvel 3d yeah, that's where baby. my card debuted so my card's actually a little more rare than than the others out yeah there. we talk about the that 3d set i have a lot of friends who are like collecting that set and the sketch cards for that set were just i mean it's so underappreciated i think marvel 3d is just People don't really know and are not quite sure, and but there's some really cool surprises in that set. Yeah, I agree. Some I mean, better. that one was high on concept, and and it didn't execute the way that we wanted it to. Um, I, I think, I think it, early on there were there were two camps that were built out. There were their their legendary players who felt like you know, well, we're used to getting everything all at once yeah, and yeah. not have to chase it, and so we don't appreciate that. And then there were um, trading card guys that were like, well, this is based on a game that uh, doesn't resonate with me. I, I, don't, I don't understand what this stuff is. So it just it, it didn't grab either camp strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But if you really strip it down, a box of that, um, I mean, it was a return on your investment. Like, 100% every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every single no. time. Every single time. Uh, well, we were doing that. Like, um, you, um, well, Ike, um, my boy, Kevin Letty. Super nice. Oh, um, yes. I, you know Letty, right? Yes. You've, you've spoken to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Kevin Letty's really got into it lately. Yeah, 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 Kevin number two. Yeah, so he's really gotten into it recently, and he was cracking a box, and he was like, just you know, getting exactly what he wanted for it, and the box was very, very, very cost-effective. Well, I really liked Legendary because I, I didn't realize Surfer was in Legendary, so I had to oh, buy yeah. the box 
I had no idea. I didn't realize he was in the Heralds. And um, right. there are four surfer cards or whatever. And I got the box and I was like, this is the nicest surfer collecting I've ever had to do because I didn't have to hunt it down or like <laughs> yeah. bury a body somewhere. And I just got it and I just held the box and I was like, oh, I feel so nice. <laughs> it's so warm inside. <laughs> yeah, we kept but, that. Yeah, they're really pretty. Intentionally vague on, on the packaging. You know, we didn't write them into the copy and, and we just, we put, I think we put the board on the box image, but it was kind of not prevalent. wasn't oh. wasn't really in your face. So, um, yeah, it's yeah. it was, it was a surprise surprised. for me. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I have it here. It's really nice. Really nice. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. And I'm going to ask you one more question. Sure. What product are you so far most proud of having worked on? Ooh. That one's pretty tough. Um, you know, I've been at Upper Deck a long time at this point. Um, and, and, and worked boy. on a and lot of different areas. Yeah. Uh, you can plead the fifth. You don't don't feel any you pressure. You can come from back us. to us on this. You can come I back. I mean, you're to asking me to pick a favorite child, right? I mean, it's well, yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I'll just say I'm going to leave it with a premiere. Um, and the reason why I say that is a premiere is a challenge to get out the door every time. You know, it's 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 a tough. Logistically, it's a tough piece, a tough, tough product to put together. Mm-hmm. Very rewarding when you do get it out the door. Um, but there's just there's so many obstacles because it's so reliant on on getting quality art on a on a good timeline and and making sure that it's you're maintaining that brand image the way it should be and the equity still high. Yeah. So whenever we get one of those together and get it out the door, I'm really excited and, and proud for that moment. Even though. I barely have anything to do with it. I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's everyone else, you know, people like Jennifer who's working hard, really hard on the day to day. And, yeah, yeah. and people like the, the product managers that are coming up with the ideas and, and those, those the people tins. are the, heroes. I love the tins. I think it's, yeah. Good. Yeah. That's, your product is just fun. That's just a really fun. And I love seeing uh, box openings of that too. It just always catches me by surprise because it's just really cool concepts. And I feel is like artists have a lot of fun. On. Is it a box or is it a pack? When is a box a pack? When is a pack a box? We've had this conversation before. Oh, God. I'm I think curious. the answer is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, internally, internally, we call it a unit, <laughs> if that helps. Oh, okay. Good, good. I like that. that. That's good. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I love that. A unit. A unit. <laughs> Marvellous. Um, Travis, you, you're, yes. you're a delightful young man. Thank you for oh, well, spending... You your your work i mean you are on the clock because it is a working day so you know well they don't they don't technically pay me but uh i would if i would be on the clock if i wasn't in the you would be on the clock yeah no that's fine that's fine we can barely see him his webcam's good yeah it's very good (laughs) um uh, Travis, this is marvelous. I feel I feel like I've made a friend. Quite frankly, oh, likewise. Thank you're the, you. You're the you're the you're the warmest young man that we've had on the podcast so far this year. So thank you. Um, <laughs> the two podcasts this year. <laughs> <laughs> I just in an unintentional dis Bill Sinkevich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he Never did. Mind. Yeah, I need to rethink that. Um, so um, all that remains, that. all that remains, yeah, we'll edit that out as well as all the other stuff that we'll probably forget to edit out. Um, all that remains for me to say, uh, Travis, you know how we sign off our episodes? Yes, sir. 
please everyone enjoy collecting thanks for listening to the marvel card collectors podcast visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our facebook page you can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp we're also on itunes spotify and all major podcast platforms please take a second to subscribe like and review our show wherever you get your podcasts our podcast can be found by googling at the mcc pod which will also find us on facebook twitter youtube and instagram our facebook community is at mccw marvel card collectors worldwide and mmc marvel masterpieces collectors the great music we use is called rocket power by kevin mcleod thanks to the collectors artists and creators who support the marvel cards fan collective we'll see you next time and remember it's a small hobby but a fun one Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting.